Hi, this is Jonathan, and I play the human wizard, Jonathan the Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Trevancore, a half-elf Beastmaster Ranger. Hi, this is John. I play your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks. Hi, this is Julia. I play the rock gnome cleric, Bernice Q. Burns. And I am Lauren, a.k.a. Obocrazy, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeon Drunks. This episode is sponsored by Polymorph Crafts. Visit polymorphcrafts.com to learn about their high-quality, compact, and affordable tabletop accessories. Distinguished adventurers last time on Dungeon Drunks, our heroes bed down in Ecthiorn's Grove, but the watches are interrupted, first by an Aladrin woman and her child looking for the Lord of Horses, who then run back off into the woods, then later returning to attack our heroes with strange powers. As everyone fights back, the visage of these creatures melts away, leaving Carlton injured and everyone filled with questions. And that is where we begin tonight. Welcome to Dungeon Drunks. I'm your Dungeon Master Lauren, also known as Crazy, and this morning I am drinking coffee. We normally record afternoons or evenings, but every once in a while we record an extra episode, and right now it happens to be the morning, and so I'm not going to drink alcohol. I'm going to have some coffee, but I have this awesome chicory coffee that is the, the coffee of choice, and it makes me happy, and it's cool enough that I can enjoy something uh, a little warm in the morning. Bernie, <laughs> what are you drinking? Well, I was about to say, I'll be right back. Um, oh, I can I can no, go somewhere else then. It no, no, like no, let's do me. this. I just spilled it all over myself, but let's let's do this in honor of that. <laughs> Hello everyone. It's eleven thirty in the morning, and I am also not drinking booze because it's eleven thirty in the morning and I have other things I have to do today. But in honor of the fact that there is no tea in the Feywild, I am drinking some tea. I have a lemon black tea uh, <laughs> from a local tea store here in Ottawa. It's fantastic. We've been cold brewing it. So I basically just wake up in the mornings, pull a giant jug of it out and pour it in a mug. And it's exactly, exactly what I like. Uh, I'm also drinking it in my like my bee, my bee mug that I made when Steven and I went and did like hand making mug class together. So, Ooh. and I, I just spilled a bunch of it on myself. So I now need to go get more of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, while you go ahead and do that, Carlton, what are you drinking? Again, as we've mentioned, we're filming this in the morning and people have breakfast in the morning. So I'm drinking the cocoa pebble milk from my bowl of cereal. <laughs> which i feel is very on brand for carlton yeah it is yeah i i think you actually win at at drinks right now because that sounds delicious and i'm drinking it out of the bowl well yeah you have to you have to <laughs> you absolutely <laughs> jonathan what are you drinking hey this is jonathan i play jonathan the med muscular and this morning not tonight but this morning I am drinking coffee, like most other people. However, I have added uh, some Kahlua and a little bit of rum to it, and it is quite delicious. Uh, I also have things to do later on, so I'm not going full ham. Just just a bit, just to add flavoring. But I still have a shot of Fireball to be consumed at the first casting of Fireball, or the equivalent spell thereof. And today, since myself and uh, Carlton have live games that we're going to be going to later. This is dedicated to all our live players. The players that we get to interact with personally and physically and get to throw dice at or or yell at right there or laugh with, whatever. Heel poke, uh, as Carlton said earlier. Uh, this is for you. Thank you for putting up with us. I can't wait to see all y'all in just a bit. <laughs> I will say this. 
I am early in the morning, but I'm also on the West Coast. So most of my players, it's kind of lunchtime. I'm still the only one really stuck in breakfast. <laughs> yeah. so. I actually just had a snack because I was like, well, I'm not going to be able to eat my lunchtime at noon. And I, I got myself a little apple. For all, yeah, for all of you who are just like, well, but wait, what's Jonathan doing? It's it's lunchtime for Jonathan, so yeah, and and we're on a Saturday, and and with all of that out of the way, Travancore, what are you drinking? Good people of Faerun, Travancore's choice this morning is something that I actually did go with alcohol, but I decided that because it's early enough in the morning, I should go with something that I'm not crazy about, so I only have a little bit of it. So one, uh, once again, it is Wells Banana Bread Beer. Something I'm only pretty sure I'm only going to drink when we have natural 20s. But you know what? Maybe my memory served me wrong. Maybe I was in a bad mood or there was some sort of variable here. Let me do a live tasting once again for the first time. Thank you, Ludacris, to see whether this thing tastes good or not. Wait, why is Ludacris at fault? He's not at fault. I'm quoting back again for the first time. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was like, what did that man do to you? Let's see. We'll take one more sip here. Yeah, I appreciate that you're doing banana bread. It's, it's breakfasty themed. Um, yeah, so it's not. It's still not great, but it's actually <laughs> perfect. I'm only gonna touch it when we roll a natural twenty, so it works. There we go. There we go. I hope you have to drink the whole can. You and with hope that, that, let's let's jump back in in the Feywild, at least where you are right now. It is always just before. It's about to. The sun is about to set. The Dan, which has been difficult, yeah, <laughs> which has been difficult for those of you who have a harder time telling time. It's also been difficult for when you're trying to go to sleep, and it's difficult when you get woken up in the middle of the night, getting attacked by certain creatures. Ow! It's halfway through the night, night in quotes, and you have just finished being attacked by weird monsters that were shaped like the Aladrin that you've met, but melted into goo and nothing. Carlton has been left drained of some of his memory. Uh, so he is currently still suffering a D6, a negative D6 on ability checks and attack rolls. And the rest of you haven't had a full night's sleep yet. Not to mention the 37 out of 106 hit points that I have. <laughs> well, oh, there's that too, but, you know, I, I wasn't going to get into all the specifics. But yes, Wait, who that are you? is where you currently are. What would you like to do? Go cry in a corner? Uh, Well, here's the thing. <laughs> in this circular grove? I will make a corner to cry in. <laughs> oh, if we can short rest, I don't think I've used my arcane recovery nor my pearl. So if we can short rest here. No, we can't short rest. We're in a fight, aren't we? I You're out of a fight. This we is just the end got of- done so- with the fight. You got done with the fight. The the you're not exactly sure what happened to the creatures. Oh, that's what I we did. could pursue, or we could recuperate. They didn't go anywhere. So one of them, the the child looking creature, got hacked to bits and burnt. <laughs> yeah, the be- other once it and it kind of dissolved into goo. The other one seemed to voluntarily dissolve into nothing. So it wasn't like they scattered and they could be followed as far as you know. So you're not exactly sure what's happened. We basically ended right at the end of the fight. So you are out of initiative at this point. But I am going to quickly clutch my pearls. Oh, heavens. And uh, <laughs> and <laughs> at, least for, at least that's an action. So I can recover a fifth level. No, a third level spell. Okay, so Pearl of Power is expended. Are we short resting? 
Uh, we, I think we're going to try. Yeah, just in case. Is there anything I can do on a short rest? You roll a hit dice. But yeah, I well, Jonathan the Magimuscular yeah. is also going to... Oop, sorry. <laughs> He's going to head back and uh, and summon Bucks to him as well. Say, Bucks, uh, let's back up and recover, buddy. Then And now we play the waiting game. You're going to try to take a short rest under the, the tree? Yep. Yes. Yeah, you, okay. d- you do. You're the only one who got hurt, so here's what we're going to do. Because I spent three hit die and got myself back up to 72. You're at 72? Yeah. Do you want any small healing? Well, you could do... T- if Who else needs heals? Cause, nobody. Like, I take nobody. 20. Apparently just you. Yeah, you were the one who got the hit. You it was all whammy. like yeah. melee attacks and it was like you were on the edge of the forest and you were the easy one to go after. Yeah. Um, so I could, if you want to give me somewhere in the 30 point range, that would bring me back up to full, or I can do more hit die. Oh, aid lasts eight hours. Yes. So you guys actually all have a new max. If you want to, you're, you're actually at 78, Jonathan. Travel oh, board, that's right. You're yeah. at 83, and your new max. 106. 106, yeah. So Shadow, does he stay the same? Is he aided also? I mean, it's 59 right now is Shadow's current max. Yeah, 15. I didn't give aid to Shadow. I think I just gave aid to you He's good. Yeah, he's he's okay. He should be good. Yeah, yeah. So I will say, if you do want to spend an hour sitting around uh, warily under the heart tree, you do manage to get in a short rest. Yes! The wall of force goes away. (laughs) And uh, yeah. Uh, But Carlton, you are still suffering from the negative D6 on ability checks and attack rolls. Yep, but I also get my second uh, win back. Negative D6 on ability checks and attack rolls. Yep. Yes. That's going to need some type of... That's probably going to need a, a good night's rest or some type of divine Lesser restoration? Something that I always apparently know? As a life cleric? Yeah. As a life cleric? Bernie, if you'd like to check him out and see what you can figure out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dr. Bernie is on call. Can yeah, I do... I about to say. What could I do? I guess it would be medicine. I have some pluses to medicine. Sure. Give me a medicine check. Which apparently is not how we're supposed to be using that, but whatever. It's at 11. Uh, you check him out. It's during this hour you kind of examine him. He doesn't have physical wounds from this thing that he's suffering from that he's talking about but he describes what happened and you think about it you think lesser restoration might not be powerful enough oh wow i was spending another hit die while you were checking me out so now i'm back up to 85 you guys i know so many like so many spells permanently that don't take up like i basically just know all the spells like (laughs) the life domain is just like you want to stay alive cleric domains are great here's here's the shit you need all the time no matter what (sighs) let me look at some of the other things i have grave domain and death domain also have really really good uh and i think arcane domain also have like i made a grave domain cleric of thanos oh nice (laughs) bernie's gonna do a little thinking what is greater restoration? Okay. Can I do a thing? While you're doing some thinking, everybody roll me perception checks. Oh, uh, All right. Except for Bernie as she's thinking. Bucks is going to fly over and uh, land on Coco Snoot's head and uh, and observe from there. Kind of like the kind of... she He sees that Bernie is doing a thing, so he's going to cover things from her perspective while she's thinking. Okay. 11 after my uh, subtraction of my memories. Sure. 23 for Travancore, 20 for Shadow. 
13 for Bucks because he rolled two tens, and then a mighty seven for Jonathan the Magimuscular. All right. Travancore and Shadow, maybe it's because you're the only ones that are moved away from the heart tree. Maybe it's because you two are the most attuned to the natural surroundings around you. Maybe it's just luck. You're unsure. But as everybody else is gathered around the heart tree and Bernie is considering what she can do to help fix Carlton and everything else is going on, you very clearly hear someone speaking deeper in the, the forest. You can't make out words. It's just on the edge of your your perception. But it's very clear someone is speaking to someone else. I ready my bow and arrow and I, I shout, Hark, who goes there? Because that's kind of what Tribe Corps says. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's, that's old timey enough. That that has like 80% old time. <laughs> you, you hear it coming from the direction that Carlton had been so like where Carlton had set up his hammock on the edge of this woods and where he had been attacked, it would have been to the southeast. Yeah, I can yes. put my, my hammock would have been like okay. here-ish. Got it. Yeah, so you hear coming from yeah, just on the edge of where your holes would have been, just on the edge of that, but like it's so you hear it across the grove through the trees you hear just like very quiet speaking and as you call out to whoever is off in the woods they go silent hmm all right i am going to advance towards that direction to see if i have better view on on what's there okay gonna move maybe 10 feet uh southeast of the tree but not all the way towards the edge do you peer through the woods? It, they continue to be kind of that, that thicker wood uh, with very little space in between all of these giant trees. And you don't see anything, but your, your sense from before with how faint those voices are, you think you were just in the right place at the right time, paying the right kind of attention. The speaking wasn't on the edge of these trees. They seem to be going deeper into the woods. Jonathan the Muscular is going to send bucks in that direction. And let's see how far they can go. Uh, it looks like he can get about 50 feet in the woods, but but he's JMM is going to say, hey, Bucks, be careful, buddy. Like, hide. And so Bucks is going to, like, wing over. He's going to wing towards the camera, and then he's going to try to fade away as if he were cloaking uh, by making a stealth check. All right. Go ahead and make a stealth check. All right. Oof, not good. Uh, Eleven. <laughs> And he's going like fifty. He's going like straight out into the woods, about fifty feet. Yeah, yeah. He's going to go in the in the southeast direction, about like I said, about fifty feet. Okay. He doesn't, or actually, have him roll a perception check because that was just his stealth check. All right. Finally, something good. Twenty one. Deep in the woods, probably another seventy five, a hundred feet to the south. He thinks he sees some figures. And Jonathan the Magimuscular, his eyes are kind of lighting up as he gets this information from Bucks. And he says, uh, southeast, about 75. You said 75 feet. It's 75 to 100. It's a little hard to tell. A ways out. 7,500 feet is a, uh, there's some people moving. Uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's get ready to rumble, guys. Okay. Uh, Bucks, come on back. Uh, Bucks, actually, find a perch and and hide. Just, like land and hide and just be our eyes out there and so bucks is gonna find a nice are there have there been any like animals hooting or owls hooting or anything like that 
you guys haven't heard any other owls, but there's definitely been other animals, other animals you would expect to see in a forest. You've seen small rodents, squirrels, uh, bunnies. You've heard bugs. I think Travancore at one point might have actually maybe seen a deer or two. Uh, nothing too exotic, but uh, there are there is other life in the forest. Okay, Bucks, to blend in, do your best cicada impression. Are there cicadas in the Feywild? I don't know. I, there, we heard bugs. I, I don't know. Whatever bugs we heard. What if bugs was just silent? Or... What an idea yeah. that would be. Or just an this is, owl. This is funny. You know? This is funny. Owls, this is better. I, okay, I, hold on. We're going to pause right here. I here want you all listening to remember the moment that Jonathan said, no, this is funnier for later... <laughs> When Bernie is bringing his owl back to no, life. No, okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, it is Jonathan the Magic Muscular bringing his familiar back. Bernie is assisting, but oh, it is Jonathan's Bernie magic. Bernie is assisting. Yes. How, oh, okay, yes, your magic is bringing it there. But I, I do recall it is Bernie's magic that makes sure it's Bucks. Actually, it's a bit of both. It is Jonathan bringing, it is Jonathan summoning a familiar and doing the magic. It is Bernie helping make sure that the familiar that he finds is the same one. Jonathan could do it by himself, but you or anybody else that has been helping him have been helping guide. Basically, Jonathan is shooting the arrow. Anyone that helps in that moment is helping guide to the bullseye. Hoot. So it's so a cool. little bit of both. Jonathan You're finds both, the door both right and, and Bernie incorrect. holds it open. Bernie holds the door open. <laughs> Bernie is going to uh, stop being a door stopper. Is what this moment is. <laughs> I mean, is, if you want, but she is, she is like I said, it's let it's, Jonathan try it on his own next time, because we don't bring Celestials back from stupid. All right. <laughs> all right. Oh dear. I would like. <laughs> we're salty this morning. Apparently, I would like Bucks to roll a performance check. Uh, it's it's a 17 on the die, but I think he gets a negative charisma. I think so, too. So That's I think it's like a, fi I, I want to say it's going to be a 15. Okay. He starts to try to make that annoying buzzing noise that cicadas make, and he's pretty successful at it. Like, he sounds like a cicada. Very loud. And about how far into the forest is he going to uh, he's gonna, make he, this noise? He's going to be tw 30 feet into the forest. So he's, okay. yeah, 30 feet. He's going to like fly back and then make, do. he's going to like, he's going to puff up a little bit and his wings are going to kind of like, like do this. And it's like. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He is very successful at making a very loud cicada noise in the woods. So as he's posted up there, kind of looking around, what the rest are you doing? Well, Bernie has, has uh, she looks at Carlton. She's like, I could get rid of this tomorrow, but I just don't have the spell to get rid of this today. So what we're going to do is we're going to cure up your wounds and she's going to try to get him back to full health because we're going to need it. And she's going to cast cure wounds at third level. You know what uh, I should have okay. done is I should have let you have the pearl and use your short rest to attune to it and then so you could have gotten back a third level spell. That would have eh. been way better. It's, you know, 
you know, man, we'll, we'll, when, if we don't die today, we'll do it next time. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll make those considerations next time among uh, us, uh, you know, uppercase Uppercase spellcasters. Spell We're harp people. Spellcasting ability modifier. You're going to get a lot back and then you're going to get, what is it? Two times two plus. Okay. So plus nine plus five. You're going I'm to 20 play. away from max. Oh, we're going to cast this as a second level spell then. Sorry. <laughs> Birdie has to get out quadratic equations as a life cleric to figure <laughs> out. I could actually just do this as a first level spell, honestly. Do it. With all Birdie. your bonuses? Yeah. yeah so like. I'm just like, we're going to do this at the spell. <laughs> I don't remember. Did Jonathan the Magimuscular, he's still got some time on his mage armor, right? You get right? 16 back. That's good enough for me. Um. Yeah, probably. Okay. That's, that's my original max before aid. Yeah, you actually have your original original max before aid, so that's good. Um, that's fine by me. Things are still a bit fuzzy, though. And what remind me of the things that are uh, causing you problems? My mind. Uh, like what? Like out of character. Remind me. What is it that you have a detriment on? Attacks and uh, ability checks. I take a negative d six penalty. Enhance ability. Could I enhance one of your abilities? What does it do? Uh, well, I just. Constitution, strength, dex, charisma, intelligence, or wisdom. We can pick one. And it's te- it's checks. And But that just gives me advantage, right? Yeah, it gives you advantage on checks. What was the thing... At, what were you rolling that that thing was, like, getting you? Wisdom saves. So it wouldn't... It, enhanceability is just saves. for checks. Not ah. for saves. I could cast Bless again on all of us. Once, once the shit hits the fan. Yeah, that'd probably be a good idea that help counteract some of that. I think we'll just do that. And so she's like just gonna she's just gonna patch up your wounds and say, sorry, buddy. Bernie, as you are doing this. Uh oh. Oh, they fail miserably. Um you watch <laughs> as through the spiky growth that Seekin has put up, a harpoon flies through. And it's meant to strike you. It's very obvious, but it misses completely and actually falls just before it hits the tree. And you have this moment as you see, no, it's not a harpoon. It's like this long, white bone spur on the end of a a tendon of muscle. Ew. And as it gets pulled back through the spikes... Because it it did manage to pierce the spikes, but it couldn't seem to see you through them. You turn around and watch as it goes through these spikes, but you don't see anything. I need everybody to roll initiative. What the actual fuck was that? You almost got pooned. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Fortunately, they rolled a natural one. Let's never say that sentence ever again <laughs> so so uh i watch uh i watch a video series uh by some guys called the yogs cast and they do play trouble in terrorist town and one of the terrorist weapons is a harpoon so whenever they they run around and like they'll pull it out like oh no i got pooned one of the guys plays as his skin is left shark from Katy perry's super bowl thing and so pooning the shark is like something that they actively try to do no matter what of it's course poor guy <laughs> Okay, Jonathan, that muscular rolled really badly. Bucks rolled better. I rolled badly. Wow, we all. I rolled wait. great, but I have a negative D6 modifier. Yeah, ah, I, did, I did pretty well. We suck again. 
Yeah, so they came from the north, even though the sound was from the south. Okay. They came from the north. The also, north remembers. for a moment, I was like, her map is wrong. And then I was like, no, when we were sitting at a table, you were sitting on an actual direction of the map. That's what I was not- saying. Like, when I was putting up my wall, I was like, that doesn't seem right. But no, it was right. It's just, it's just. We were looking the wrong way. Yep. All right. Hey, I remember how to do this. Carlton, what'd you roll? Uh, so my initiative was 20, but because I'm still a little fuzzy, and that's an ability check, it becomes a 19. All right, that's still pretty good. Travancore? I know, I got lucky. So, Travancore got 18. And Jonathan? Jonathan the Mad Muscular got an 8. Bucks the, uh, the Owl-Tacular got a 14. And Bernie? 3. And Shadow? Shadow also got an 18, but Travancore's uh, bonus is, dex bonus is higher. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, as this weird fleshy harpoon misses terribly, fortunately, because it looks like it would have been horrible, flies back through the spiky growth to the north. Uh, You all see this to varying degrees, I'll say, except for Bucks, because Bucks is uh, 30 feet off to the south in the woods, but he would at least sense it from Jonathan, so he knows something's going on. Carlton, you're first. Um, So I don't see anything, right? Not at the moment. But you all saw this big fleshy arm thing come through the spikes to the north, and it's pretty hard to see through that. You think that might have been one of the reasons this thing missed. Okay, I'm going to move myself northern in a northerly direction uh, to kind of position myself in front of Bernie. Uh, It's a little bit of a delayed dive in front of her. As in, oh, hey, look at that. Let me go walk over here. (laughs) (laughs) You you walk over. Oh, I've got you. Oh, wait. I'm I'm feeling real fuzzy. Uh, And I'm going to draw Storm's Fury. I got my shield. And uh, I'm just going to ready an attack for when an enemy comes within my reach. All right. Travancore, same thing. All right. Travancore knows uh, he heard the noises to the southeast, but the bone thing came from the north through the brush, right? Yes, although it's it's now been a little while. This has been several, at least several minutes since you heard those noises. Okay, so they may have moved around. Okay, whatever, whatever the case may be. Travancore, seeing the direction that the bone spur came from, is going to fire an arrow in directly straight that arrow to hit whatever's there, hopefully. Okay, go ahead and roll an attack with disadvantage because you can't actually see anything. Okay, so, but my, uh, for my attacking before them, like I have advantage naturally, so it shouldn't cancel out or no. I'm going to say no, because you actually don't know where they are. Ah, so uh, okay. All you're right. not actually firing at, you, you haven't even really seen anything. You just have a vague idea of where it is, and it's totally obscured by this rosebush wall. Right. Hey, doesn't wow. matter. So doesn't the, matter. the low roll is 20. Excellent. Where did you fire? I fired, like, uh, so where this bone spur came from, like, uh, whatever direction that came from, Travancore shot an arrow to hit whatever is further down that bone spur. I have a logical okay. argument for why it would hit. Hit me. This is a harpoon, right? So it it's designed, harpoons are designed in such a way to pierce and then to pull back and not pull out, right? They've got a little kind of, like, if you look at, they've got like a little little V-shape hook, right? And when, you're, when you harpoon something, the idea is you don't cleanly pull it out. So if it came through the brambles, maybe it, made a tiny little hole that Travancore could see through since he's a very good ranger. Sure, I'll buy that. All right, cool. Or the arrow damage. can go through. Sweet deal. All right. 
I will accept your argument because it's correct, but just so you know, since you would have seen this, it didn't have a harpoon oh. end. Well, it, it what it had was it it kind of almost looked like a bee stinger in ah. where it had like a couple of little spikes, but they would have been pointed in that direction to harpoon. So, and the fact that it was then pulled back on this fleshy tendril was a little weird, but your, your assumption is correct. I'll go with it. So go ahead and roll damage. Sweet. Max damage. 13. Yeah. All right. You don't hear anything, but Travancore, you get the sense you might have hit something. Okay, is there enough of a sense there to cast Hunter's Mark on whatever it is I hit? You have to see it in order ah, to cast Hunter's right. Mark. Okay. That is, that's I the, know for that's sure. That's still there. Well, yeah. whatever I, well, it's a, well, at least I have an idea. I can ping my, my sort of arrow radar. So Travancore <laughs> is going to use his full movement to stand right in front of Bernie, at least hoping to be in the direction of whatever it is that's uh, kind of so you get a better look. All right, Bernie is slowly getting a wall built in front of her of, of her friends. It is Shadow's turn. Okay. So Shadow is also going to pull back a little bit, uh, pretty much parallel to Carl. Actually, maybe right next to Travancore, protect, building the Bernie Wall, as it were, um, readying an attack, a bite specifically, if anything comes through and tries and to Bernie attack her. And Bernie says, don't protect me, protect the tree. We can't leave three quarters of the tree uncovered. All right, and then Shadow is going to keep going. He has a full movement of 40. I think he moved like 15 so far, so he's going to use the rest of his movement to basically get there to at least cover the eastern flank. Troutonton's back there, and then we got stuff on the east, so... Okay, yeah, and Seekin is there as well. While he's not being active in the fight, you see that he is standing there, seemingly ready to do whatever he can to protect the tree. And Shadow's still gonna ready an attack in case anything comes through and gets, gets close enough to him. Sure. Cool, and he's done. Bucks. Uh, Bucks is gonna fly back towards the center of the grove, so he's gonna fly, or I'm sorry, northwest a bit. Uh, he's going to fly about 15 feet. He's going to perch on a branch, and then he's going to... He's going to hide. He's not going to look around this time. He's actually going to just try and like actively stealth himself. Okay, so he's just kind of staying in the woods just on the edge of this grove, and right. go ahead and give me a stealth check. No more cicada for you. No more cicada, but uh, he apparently bonks into the tree and curses very loudly an owl as he rolls a three on his <laughs> stealth check. In Celestial. He curses in Celestial. Oh, smishmash. <laughs> All right. As Bucks curses loudly at a tree, from around the brambles comes a creature. A humanoid creature. And for a moment, you think this might be undead, but you're not exactly sure. Two legs, a horrible um, sunken in chest, gray with no arms, but almost six spider-like appendages, all with horrible long spikes on the end and a a face that is sunken like this creature hasn't eaten in forever like it's malnourished a grimace of pain and loss is just sunken into its features its eyes are masses of just a white mass that you don't see any pupils in and its brow is furrowed it, it almost looks like it's about to start crying it moans at you and then i both want to see the picture of this and also don't want to see the picture of this i'll show oh. you afterwards oh, um, 
it just out of my reach. It almost stumbles forwards towards Travancore, almost as if these two humanoid legs can't hold up these massive spiky arms. At Travancore, as it comes up next to you, it's gonna try to attack you with two of those arm spikes. Man, I was seriously like, "Oh, I'm getting ready. I'm gonna do my like uh my my bard thing." I'm like, "You're not playing a bard in this game, Julia. You cannot can't do all your cool bard things." Okay. Uh, the first one misses. As it stumbles forward, it seems to just completely whiff you, Travancore. The second one, however, is a 21. That'll hit. Okay. That's 11 piercing damage. And and yeah, it's going to stand. It So it kind of swipes at you. This gash comes across your front. And it looks at you with this horrible just completely desolate visage just if it wasn't this monstrosity you might actually feel pity for this thing because of the the look on its face uh and jonathan it's your turn you you don't see it right now because it's moved behind where you are with the the heart tree but you did see it come out of the the forest and go after travancore all right uh jonathan the magmuscular actually does feel pity for this thing and as he casts, he, he's going to pop around the tree here and cast haste on Carlton. And he says, Carlton, put that poor thing out of its misery. And uh, haste you. Then he's going to move back after casting the spell. Actually, he's going to move up 10 feet from the tree south. Okay. And Carlton, that's his hasted. turn. All right. Oh, boy. Here I go. Kill him again. All right, from the same spot where this other creature appeared, where this first creature appeared, uh, another one does. Uh, it's not the same creature, but by looking at its arms, you can see this is the thing that tried to attack Bernie through the bushes and failed miserably. Another gray humanoid creature with spikes for legs and these long humanoid arms that end in white bone spur type harpoons it also has this almost an elephant long neck that ends in a human face that is blackened eyes a grimace and you hear this sigh of despair come out of it this <gasps> and carlton it's gonna try to harpoon you okay so the first, well, the first one totally misses with a natural one. It's so with that so, natural one, why does it miss? <laughs> it was, it was still. So one of its arms had it extended through to try to get Bernie, and as it comes around, you can see that it's still like retracting its flesh back into its body. The Ugh. tendons are are still being pulled taut, and it makes the mistake of trying to harpoon you with that one when it wasn't even really ready. So it's like... Yeah, it it tries to shoot that arm back out before it's like fully retracted. Before it's cocked. It, exactly. Uh, the second one, however, is a 23. Uh, 23 will hit, even though I'm hasted. Okay. Uh, please stop Five, rolling dice. 9, 17, 18, 19, 20. That's 22 piercing damage. And I'm not raging yet. Um, You are considered grappled. Okay. It's a good fucking thing we got you back up to full health. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good investment of resources. Oh, hang on. Uh, Life flares, fireball shot for that haste. Ooh. And it is done. Bernie, 
you watch as both of these horrible creatures come out of the woods and start attacking. Can I, as like a free action, make a religion check maybe to see if these guys are undead? I'll say it's a bonus action. You can make a uh, religion check. 21. You are super close to this one. It's right next to you. And so you get a really good look at it. You get a smell of it. You get a sense of it. It is not undead. It looks undead just because of its visage and the 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 state of its being. But it's it does seem to be some sort of monstrosity. It is not undead. And the other one seems to be the same. They are two different creatures, but they seem to be related about what they are. Okay, in which case, then we're going to cast Bless on everyone. Okay. How many is that? We're going to cast it on. Uh, We're going to do a third level Bless. That means even me and the bear get it. Yay. Everybody now has, or you, sorry, no, you add 1d4 to your attack rolls or same with those. Sorry. Um, and since I did use my bonus action to make sure these weren't undead, Bernie's also going to do a little scooching. Is there any way she can scooch without attack of opportunity? If you move away from it, you do think it'll I mean, you can you. scooch into flanking without OAs. Can I yeah, scooch? as long as you stay within five feet of it, you think it won't get attack of opportunity. Bernie's going to do a little flanking scooch. Is that a good enough flanking scooch? God, that leaves me so open to this other- Whatever. It, yeah, we're trying to make sure we can kill these people. Bernie's gonna flanking scooch. Defeating sure. the point of the wall of humans that was built around her. Well, the wall of creatures. Neither of you two are human. <laughs> I will say, Bernie, having watched both these creatures attack, they do seem to be going after the people in this grove. Neither of them have actively gone after the tree yet. So it would be a fair assumption on your part that the people might be in more danger than the tree at this very moment. Yeah, Bernie's gonna scooch into flanking. Okay. She's just gonna do, like, the little uh, Winnie the Pooh, like, scooch into right. flanking, because she's just weird today. Carlton, it's your turn. You are currently grappled. Yep. Uh, so I'm gonna use my haste action to try to attempt to break that grapple. Okay. Uh, so, but before I do that, I'm going to bonus action rage, because I'm pretty pissed off that I just got stabbed by this thing and I can't move. Okay. Now I'm going to haste action, try to break my grapple. Sure. So that's going to be an athletics with advantage because I'm raging. Rawr. And that and minus a d6. Wow. <laughs> Drink. Is that an ability check? Yeah, I so it's minus a d6 plus a plus d4, d4 because right no, now it's d4 crazy. d4 is not ability checks. The plus is saving throws oh, and attacks. Yeah. Oh, saving throws. Damn it. Yeah, that's true. I always forget that. Right, so the, it'll, be a, it'll still be a 25. Why did you do that? The DM was going to let you. No, because I'm a fair player. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, It still breaks the grapple. You're able to pull this harpoon out of your body and uh, break free. You know what you should do? You should break that fucking harpoon over your knee. You've. I used to be an adventurer until I took a hard bone harpoon to the knee. Wait, Carl, was that natural twenty? Oh no, it was a nineteen. Okay, functionally a natural twenty. Close. Now that I'm now that I'm free of this grapple, I uh, I take two steps and I crack my knuckles. And I'm going to start cracking my uh, sword over this thing's Avec skull. Advantage. That's okay. in front of Bernie yeah. and Travancore. Are you getting advantage from there? Yeah. I will be, because he's in flanking. Ah. All right. So, uh, so a 19 to hit. You do have to have a negative d6 on all of these. Oh, right. Plus your d4. So. This time. Yeah. For reals. So. All right. So. Oh. <laughs> that out. So that's 13, 17. Uh, 17 still does hit. All right. Uh, do I need to separate it? 
Uh, no. All right, cool. 13 points of damage. Okay. Second attack. All Oof. right, so that's a 16. We're low on the D6. D6. High on the yeah, there we go. All right, uh, so a 16. Yeah. Uh, that does hit. All right, uh, that'll be 20 points. Okay. Literally, bless yeah. Bay. How's this look? How, do, how does the thing in front of me look? Uh, you hit it a bunch of times. Guess what? Action there we go. surge. Okay. All right, uh, so a 24 to hit. I'm very proud okay. of the spell that I gave you. It has canceled out all the negatives perfectly. A 16 points of damage. Okay. And then I got one more of those coming at you. Uh, 16, which we've established hits. Yes. For another uh, 12 points. Okay. And then I go, whew! You see your sword is covered in the red blood of this creature. It's starting to look a little hurt, but it doesn't... It looks full of despair, not pain. <laughs> Aw. Anything else? Actually, I think that's pretty much all you can do. Yep. I, uh, I take a breath, a sigh of, uh, whew. Okay. Oh, boy. Here we go kill him again. It is your turn. Okay. In the hopes that he can get this creature to uh, to stop, to sing the last verse of its sorrow song, Travancore is going to cast Conjure Animals. He is going to summon a polar bear. In the one spot right across from Carlton. So the last little flanking conga line spot there. All right. The polar bear has a challenge rating of two. So I'm using as much as I can on this. How does Shadow feel about this? Wow. Yeah. Here's a fun fact about polar bears in real life that my sister learned when she lived in Alaska. She was told, if you see a polar bear, you're already dead. (laughs) <laughs> they're pretty nasty honest to goodness she had a time where she got so she she never had a run-in with a polar bear there was an issue though with a grizzly attack on a running trail that she used to run on that she stopped running on uh this is in anchorage alaska this is in the biggest city in alaska yeah that's not like podunkville like no. it's an actual real city yeah she lived pretty close to downtown and one night she called me I was really mad at her because it was late her time, which means it was like three in the morning my time, because she was stuck inside her car because there was a moose in her driveway. And moose are also super dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. she 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 had this. I sat there and talked to her on the phone for like an hour waiting for oh, the moose no. to go away because she's like, I don't know what to do. Like, she's like, I'm from fucking North Carolina. I don't know how to deal with moose. I'm just going to wait for it to literally decide to walk away. This isn't an actual solution, but our friend uh, Amanda, a.k.a. Fireball, is an expert in moose punching. So if we can ever work on a summon Manda, she would be able to punch that moose into submission. She would actually wouldn't, but, no, you know, no, it's no, funny. That, that would be another okay. great story of how our friend died. They'd be yep. like, our friend Amanda died one time when she thought she could punch a moose. And then the moose punching hit, her, a moose. hit her All back. right, Travancore, hit yeah. me with polar bear facts. So it says, uh, well, the polar bear, let's see, it has a challenge rating of two. It um, is a large beast on a line. I can summon any beast, it says, according to the spell. Yep. Uh, let's see. So what else do you need to know? Like that attack? Uh, how far away like you or... can summon it where you can place it? Oh, for conjure animals, it just says any in unoccupied spaces that you can see within range. So ostensibly, I can see behind some part of this uh, being that's uh, near traveling. I can see it. It's to the right of oh, me. Oh, yeah. I should be able to see that spot so I can, pu- I can put him right there. So I can just summon this thing right where, give it flanking every single time. I love this spell. <laughs> And for those wondering, this uh, this bear polar bear's name is going to be Sunshine because it's going to be opposite of Shadow. Sunshine. And it's going to be played by the Fey, the, the legendary Fey actor Sir Forrest Whitaker. Damn it! I... All right. <laughs> um, okay, so you All summon I know it. It will is Forrest Whitaker's voice from <laughs> Black Panther. 
It oh. will- I am here <laughs> to kill this thing. Yeah. It will go after you to make life easy. Uh, is there anything else yeah. you want to do on your turn? I, well, I can't cast Hunter's Mark because that's the only thing I can do as a bonus action, and that this thing will disappear as soon as I do. So, no, I'm done. Let's uh, have this bear attack. Sure. In my head, he had a very jolly kind of Russian accent, like like a Santa Claus that's going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Cause I was like, as the opposite of like the other like Eastern European, like it was going to, I was like, Hello, friends. Let us do the killing. Ah, yes. I'm going to bite into you and everything is going to be great. So this bear is going to multi-attack and there's no reason he can't do that because he's a different being than Shadow. Sure. So first we'll do the bite and that's with advantage because he's there, but he's not blessed, but that's okay. Was Bernie outside for the lions? Oh, shit. Shit. Hey, well, so that's a natural everybody drink. Yeah. So should I roll damage on that bite first? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so two die six plus five. So really, it's four die six plus five. Well, this thing's—I can't imagine it living after this. Well, let's see. Four die six. Depends on how strong or anemic those die die are. Let's find out. Oh, they're pretty anemic. Oh. Well, so thirteen damage. Okay, it's a it's a wicked bite, and this polar bear sinks into this thing pretty deeply, but you do all notice that the non-magical attack of this thing doesn't seem to do nearly as much damage. Uh, ah. Well, be that as it may, uh, he still has a claw ready to go with advantage. And, sure. Uh, yeah, Den- yeah, Forrest is not very happy about this performance, so he's hoping that he can, uh, he can do better this time around. So both of them are 19s. Uh, that hits. Ah. I was hoping this attack would be more effective, but alas, it's as anemic as my performance in downtown with Ed, uh, oh, what was his name? Guy from ER. I forgot. That was going to be a Jack-like movie reference. He was trying to channel Ghost Dog Way of the Samurai on that one, but uh, 14 damage, so still pretty good. Sure. Actually did more on the the two die than he did on three die, so 14 slashing. Yeah, I mean, this thing is looking super hurt, but it is still standing there. Ah, Shadow's too far away. Yeah, well, it is Shadow's turn. What would Shadow like to do? Ah, well, Shadow is going to have words with Travancore later about about <laughs> this polar bear thing. He, like, he figured, is he here to replace me? Does Travancore not love me anymore? Oh, no! <laughs> do you think Shadow. Shadow would think replacement, or do you think Shadow would be impressed that he now has, like, a pack of bears? Like, he might- I don't think Shadow- You know, to be honest, Shadow is a pretty happy-go-lucky character. He's not very needy or, or jealous, I don't but think. But he not does yet, love Travancore very much. Yeah. And, and happy because people. he loves Travancore so much, he's going to use his full movement, 510. 15, 20, 25. Yeah, he doesn't need his full movement. He has enough. He can get between Travancore and Carlton in that spot, so he can gang up on this uh, this fellow here. Okay. And uh, the flanking party will continue. This is just going to be a plain Jane bite. He's going to show this. Uh, he's going to show uh, Sunshine how it's done. I see you, fellow bear warrior. I am happy to go into battle with you. Also, your armor looks cool. You have such a great voice. <laughs> and with advantage... Oh, and don't forget the bless. Yeah, so for record, that's 21. That does hit. Yeah, that's right, right. Okay, 21, and that's going to do 11 damage. All right. Yeah, and once again, like, it's a, it's a nice swipe, but Shadow doesn't do magical damage either, and so it doesn't seem to dig in quite as much as you would like. Um, Anything else? Oh, dear. And now we are all around this thing. <laughs> uh, it's Bucks' turn. Bucks is still up in the tree. Bucks Come join us, Bucks. 
Bucks thinks he's super well hidden, so he's not going to try and hide again. But he is okay. going to like peek around his tree and and look around and look around. Uh, that is going to be a uh, fifteen perception check. Okay. Uh, he doesn't see anything. All right. I mean, he sees the battle that's going on. He might be a little distracted <laughs> by the battle. He's seeing like the gang of beatdown that's just like office space style on this poor fax machine. Yeah. I mean, once we're done, he'll be initiated into our club, right? That's how this works. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 All right. So Bucks is going to stay where he is. He's he's watching the battle. He's watching around him. It is this thing's turn. It is a little surrounded and in, in a weird way. It seems to almost be happier. Like it still looks, oh, no. it oh, still God. looks <laughs> upset. But it's like explode. as more and more things surround it, it it seems to just like its countenance almost brightens a little bit. Travancore, <laughs> though, oh, God. it still wants to uh, hug you. Oh, so boy. that's a twenty-three versus AC. It has oh, disadvantage man. against him because I have attacked him. It, well, I already took that into account because it's got advantage. Yeah, so that'll that'll hit. Cosplay okay. is not consent, friend. This is not okay. All of its spikes reach around and hug you. Oh, dear. That's a lot of dice. Shit. <laughs> uh, that's 25 piercing damage, and you are considered grappled. And then Jack takes seven off of that as my spirit shield comes. Nerf. Block it. And you're also frightened by this thing. And I'm frightened. All of these spikes reach around, pierce into your back, and pull you close into this horrific embrace. You take the damage, and then you're also considered frightened. So you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while this thing is in your line of sight. And you can't, not that you could move closer, but you can't willingly move closer to it. And that ends its turn. We want to thank Polymorph Crafts for sponsoring this episode. Polymorph Crafts offers stylish and affordable ways to carry everything you need to a game day and stay organized at the table. Their Mimic Chest starts life as a compact wood chest that converts into a dice tower and tray, dice and pen vaults, card stands, a coaster, and plenty of room to carry minis and more. Over 230 tiny magnets in each Mimic Chest make assembly a breeze and come in three affordable price points with lots of customizable options. So check out Polymorph Crafts and follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Polymorph Crafts. That's polymorphcrafts.com. We here at Dungeon Drunks are huge fans of Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. It's an official free-to-play Dungeons & Dragons-based clicker game that you can download right now on Steam. The most recent update includes content from the new adventure Dragon Heist, and will be the first time fans can get a glimpse of all of the fun stuff in the book since Wizards of the Coast made the announcement. I usually have the game running in the background while I edit audio for this podcast, and it's always exciting to open chests to see what new gear my champions have. Speaking of chests... Thanks to the fine folks who made Idle Champions, we're fortunate enough to be able to offer a free gold chest to all of our listeners. Now, this code expires on September 2nd, 2018 at 9pm Pacific, so you only have a week to redeem once this episode is posted. Open up your game, go to the shop, and type in this code. C-A-V-E-D-I-P-S-R-Y-K-E-F- O-R-M. So use that code and let us know on Twitter or Instagram what goodies you got. 
And now, enough of the loot drops. Back to the show. Jonathan, it's your turn. I have a very pointed fireball-y question. All right. So the range of the fireball is a radius of 20 feet. And if I cast it at fifth level, then I can sculpt it around all of my... Oh, shit. I can't... No, uh, uh, Bernie and Coco Snoot. I wouldn't... I could get them all, but then I wouldn't be able to get any trees. Uh, so... Never mind. I'm instead going to... I'm going to come this way. I'm going to go northwest. So I get a view. I'm on the west side of the tree. I'm going to see... I'm going to say, Jonathan... Yes. You know that glyph is there that you just walked towards. And oh, you, right. You know that you're not supposed to get, I believe, within 10 feet of it. Okay. Then So you I start ju- to walk towards that. I saw where you placed yourself. I'm like, Jonathan knows where that thing is. That's okay. just yeah. That's All just right. a movement thing. <laughs> so I'm going to get here, and I am going to cast a Scorching Ray at four. How? <laughs> I love- <laughs> no. The no zone. Yeah. So, 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 so for our listeners at home, I put a little box around ten feet around the glyph, and I just wrote no zone. No zone. Yep. Nope. That's that's fine. Because we would know that as players or as Four, characters. We're gonna do fourth level here uh, at this thing. So Jonathan holds out his finger guns, and uh, Peter Quill, Star Lord style, goes kiss, 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 uh, with both hands, and is okay. going to try and scorching ray this thing. So four attacks coming at it. Uh, they're ranged, so they don't have advantage, right? That's correct. Okay, here we go. Auspicious start. Yeah, and, uh, but a natural one always misses. We'll get to that in a second. The, the other three, I'd imagine, are going to hit. Yeah, because the lowest one with the bless is going to be 22. Okay, so three of them smack into this thing very easily. Why does that first one miss? Jonathan, the Magimuscular, kind of went this way, and then, oh, wait, wait, nope, 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 and so he comes back this way, but he's still a little freaked out, so his first one just goes wide, because he's still, like, riding his, like, he's still like, God, no, the idiot, that's, that's the no-zone. I know that's the no-zone. I know that I know that that's the no-zone. You also hear Bernie, like, catch an eye, what the fuck are you doing, Carl? No, no, no I, got, I got it out. Thank I you. Like Sorry. You really said it, it me. <laughs> yeah, I'm so used to yelling, Carlton. What the fuck? So used to yelling at Carlton. What are you doing? That's the no zone. Don't go in the no zone. All right, here comes some damage rolls. Uh, first one is going to be a uh, because of elemental adept. Uh, we're going to make that a eight plus my int modifier for this one, so thirteen. Second one is going to be ten, and last one is going to be six. All right. It is still up, but it is looking super hurt. And it's, it's, Travancore, it, there's no extra damage, but you feel it tighten around you as these firebolts slam into its side. And it almost is using you now to hold itself up. Anything Not else? Not okay, friend. Not okay. Uh, that is going to be it. Uh, next up is this guy on the side who's going to move forward. And as he does that, Oh, okay. Is it smart enough to know to get into flanking? Yes. Carlton, this thing that tried to harpoon you before is going to uh, now just walk up to you. I need, at this moment, uh, Shadow and Carlton, I need you to make wisdom saving throws. Don't forget we are blessed. your bless. And Shadow oh, gets with Anderson also. Oh, oh, I'm not even going to bother rolling the bless. Here we go. I would like to see if the bless is more than the 
number. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God for uh, for advantage. It, 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 okay, it's, so it's equal to, to the, the, the roll. <laughs> oh, yeah. <dear>. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, though, so far it's always been blessed parody. Like it's just been. Shadow sees this thing approach and is. He is horrified by this thing, by its visage, by its just very presence, but he manages to steal himself. Carlton, you take 10 psychic damage as this thing comes close. And I'm not resistant to that. And then it is going to try to hit you twice with its harpoon arm. But now you have 69 health, so it's like, nice. Nice. The first harpoon is going to hit you 23. 21 is my new AC. 23 AC, yes. Okay, so you're going to take 27 piercing damage, and you're grappled again. 13. But you're only taking 13? Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second attack... Get out of here. Is going to be a 16. I don't think that hits. No. Okay. Okay. That's it for its turn. Yes, that's all it can do. I had to double check. There's a couple of things that are, like, predicated on other things happening, and I need to make sure that I do things in the correct order. Bernie. As a reaction, can Travancore say, kill it, 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 kill it? I'll just, yeah. <laughs> sure, as a reaction, you can say that. <laughs> kill it. We'll, we'll just kill it. We'll just kill it then instead of the healing. panicked voice yeah. of Travancore. Okay, this is full on. Not even trying to hide <laughs> it the afraid. It would sound more like, kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it. <laughs> okay, what can we do? What do we have spell slots for? Use a good old guiding bolt. Yeah, we're just going to do guiding bolt. Regular old level one guiding bolt. Is regular old level one guiding bolt is really, guiding really bolt's awesome. Guiding my favorite yeah. it's, like, it's like the... <laughs> Which is good. That's a 22. And I'm blessed, but it's going to hit, I assume. You're going to hit no matter what. Okay. Go ahead and hit it with so guiding bolt. So we're going to do what is guiding bolt. I should know this by now. 46 radiant damage. Eight. That's not... Oh, God. <laughs> it's not a Dice great roll. Dice are not friendly today. Maybe it's because you you're thinking about healing and then you're thinking about shooting this thing and then it's next to you and you have to like do this weird maneuver in order to hit it, but it is actually enough to kill it. Okay, so, good. Travancore, you are gratefully released from its embrace as it falls over blackened and beaten and finally dead. Anything right. else? Uh yeah, as a bonus action, we're gonna cast spiritual weapon. Where would you like to put it, and what would you like it to be? It's going to be in flanking with the other thing that's attacking Carlton. So Carlton, and you'll know this, Carlton is currently grappled by it, so you yeah. won't get flanking from ah. it. You can, can still put, put it there. If it's grappling Carlton, can I make it so it's in flanking with a bear? Uh, sure. Well, grapple just makes my speed zero. Uh, But you are considered grabbed by it, so I'm not going to give you advantage on hitting it it's something else advantage on hitting it when it's grabbing you okay yeah that seems weird but now it's flanked so i have advantage on hitting it <laughs> i don't know i feel like if you're grab, well whatever Anyways, we'll right. figure it out. and it is going to look like moby dick okay <laughs> like like the white whale like the great white whale I'm very slap it tiny version of a it's, white it's like a whale war in pokemon it's Except just like it's, floating it's, there it's gonna be like a narwhal i think it's gonna we're gonna give moby dick the uh we're gonna give Ooh. the white whale it's own fact, harpoon. the narwhals are the mascot of my niece's uh sports team at her school yeah nice oh, they are. 
real right. life unicorns. I just assume a 28 hits. Do I really need to roll? I guess I could roll. Again, uh, 28 does hit. A 21 also hits. All right. What the hell kind of damage does it? It doesn't do a lot of damage. I've got so many goddamn things pulled up. Seven. It does seven Moby Dick damage. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, you uh, smack it on the top of its head with its Moby Dick body, I guess. It is. Speci- oh, it's force damage in the it's case force that damage. matters. Yeah. We've had Moby Dicks. We've had harpoons. Yep. Just Anything getting, else? Getting them all in here. Uh, nah, she's good. Okay. Jonathan, there's a flash of arcane energy next to you. And you spin around, and Carlton is standing there. Oh, fuck. (laughs) For a moment, because you'd just been looking at him being fought by this thing. And for a moment, you're confused. And Carlton looks at you and says, don't worry, everything will be fine. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, dear. (sighs) Well, I can't fix that. Bless can't fix that. Oh, dear. Double dear. So, total... Total, hang on, because I believe I'm proficient in wisdom saving throws. Total, that's an eight. So normally I ask, why do you roll a natural one? But I think in this case, it's pretty obvious. You are really confused for why Carlton is suddenly standing behind you. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, everything's going to be all right? Okay, good. Okay. Carlton reaches out and touches your holder and says, it's going to be okay. You take 45 psychic damage. (laughs) <laughs> and Wait, here, I'll help you out. It's going to be okay, Jonathan. There we go. Thank you. And you feel this pain through your head, and it, oh, it's bad. It hurts a lot. Um, And you are considered memory drained. So you have a D4 that you must now subtract from any ability check or attack roll. Okay. So with the, since I was aided... That's going to bring me down to 33. Yes. Yes, it is. Ow. Yeah. Carlton seems, the Carlton in front of you seems very intent that it's going to be okay. Carlton, you are being grappled by this horrible harpoon creature. Cool. Uh, I'm going to flip around and uh, start wailing on him. Okay. Oh, hang on, hang on. I have to make a... uh... A concentration check on your oh, haste. Oh, yes. Yeah. I uh, might actually not get to do anything. On your uh, haste and, uh, yeah. But I get advantage since I'm a warcaster. So let's see. Fingers crossed. For fuck's oh. sake. All right. Uh, Carlton's going to stand. Uh, he oh. spins around. Hold just on. like Let me see. Wait, is it a... To save. So I do get my... The bless. But I don't know that that's going to make a difference. Because my con is only plus three. We'll try. That gets you to 14 max. Yeah. Yeah, and you have to hit, tw- what did we 22. say, 22? 22. Yeah. Half the damage taken. Carlton, yeah. So yeah, Carlton, like, haste. Well, yeah, I spin around to go hit this thing, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And I kind of just, like, my sword is in my hand, and I kind of, like, put it into the ground and, like, use it to brace myself, and I'm like, oh, terrible time, bud. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and sucks. you don't hear anything, you just, but... I thought you said it was going to be okay. <laughs> All right, so my AC goes back down to 19, and I lose my turn. Yeah, you spend this round exhausted. Uh, Travancore, you, from where you are, I don't think you would immediately notice what's going on with Jonathan, but you immediately notice what's going on with Carlton. Yeah. All right, so arrows are the order of the day. Regular plain Jane arrow on this guy. Don't forget to add my bless. 
and that's going to be 19. That hits? Rad. Oh, six damage. But it's magical, at least. That certainly helps. Anything else? Uh, well, I think my guy gets his own independent action, right? My polar bear? Yeah, so if it's the end of your turn, it'll now be the polar bear's turn. All right, yeah, polar bear is going to- Which is the thing I just got to say. Cool. All right, polar (laughs) bear bear is going to move into flanking around, uh, I think he has just enough space to go, he can go through the the Moby Dick. Moby Dick's a friendly person, right? So you go right through that space. Moby Dick is friendly. He can move through friendly spaces. All right, so you should have just enough movement to get there into flanking with Carlton, um, on this thing, and it's going to multi-attack again. Uh, he would know that he can't currently flank with Carlton because now Carlton is not just grappled, but exhausted. Oh, so flank with Shadow. But you can, so the spiritual weapon doesn't actually take up any space, so you can be right here. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not a thing, it's just, it's a spell. It also floats, so yeah. Yeah. Cool. So he's going to share a space with the narwhal. uh, Sure. Because it's magical animals are the order of the day. (laughs) Magical white animals. Oh, boy. All right, so here we go. And it's going to have an advantage on this uh, multi-attack first, the bite. And it's going to be 26. That'll hit. <laughs> All right. And that bite is going to do... should know what a bite does by now. Come on, Travancore. Well, this might be a different bite than Shadows, so... It's true. Right? One die. Better to look just to be safe. All right. So nine on the bite. 17. 17 just Great. hits. Yeah. All right. And then it's going to do... Ah, Cure Wounds. I had that open another tab. Okay. Claw is two die six plus five. Ah. Seven damage. Like the other guy, even though this polar bear looks vicious, tearing into this creature doesn't quite do as much damage as you would like because you you think it's not magical damage. Well, you know what? It's a good thing it's Shadow's turn then. It is Shadow's turn. All right. So we're going to bite this fellow with advantage. Oh, he doesn't have advantage. Oh, this guy is flanked. So he should have advantage, right? Yeah, but Shadow does have advantage. All right, yes. cool. And unlike uh, Sunshine, Shadow is blessed. So 27. That does definitely hit. That's going to do... Yeah, Shadow probably hits harder than this polar bear. Uh, Nine damage. All right. Same thing. Not a ton of damage, but uh, he does manage to get a hit in. Anything else? Uh, we're in it down. It's fine. I think it might be clean up for, for one of the uh, spellcasters. Um, capital capital sure. C-S spellcasters, I should say. And, <laughs> and uh, Travancore's Animal Menagerie is done also. All right. It is Bucks' turn, who is still hiding in the in the woods. Does Bucks see... This thing uh, come out and and uh, and touch Jonathan. I'm gonna say what Buck sees is Carlton standing there touching Jonathan. Now Bucks would sense your pain, so I would I would say that Bucks is suspicious. But Bucks is gonna fly forty feet north into the into the clearing, and he's okay. gonna start. He's gonna use his action to hoot as loud as he can to hoo 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 hoo. And but in in celestial he's actually saying, oh dear um uh Jonathan is the magimuscular is, is is in trouble uh yes he's oh he's in dire straits right now oh whoo whoo and that's what so he's... I have a mechanical question sure can Bucks actually speak celestial no uh no well oh too bad because yes, if he could, could but... actually speak Travancore would understand that so yes but not verbally only telepathically. So no, all Travancore hears is hoo, 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 hoo. but if if either uh, Travancore could speak telepathically to Bucks, or if Bucks could speak in real life, it, like verbally, he could speak Celestial, and Travancore could understand him. <laughs> all right, that's Bucks' turn. Jonathan, Carlton's standing there, but Carlton hurt you. Ah, lay off, buddy, and he is going to try and 
I can't do that. He can't do that. He's just going to... Eh, Carlton has misbehaved before, and when he, whenever he's done that, he's whole person him. Yeah, he's going to try... I, I, I don't think this is going to work. Uh, Jonathan the player doesn't think it'll work, but Jonathan the Magimuscular probably doesn't know any better, so he's going to try and hold this apparent Carlton. Okay, what's the saving throw on that? Uh, it's going to be DC uh, 17 Wisdom. Yes, okay. 17 Wisdom. Uh, no, he fails. You watch as this creature that seems to be Carlton freezes in place. All right. And Jonathan is going to back up 10 feet. So he's going to go north 10 feet and say, what's the deal, man? Ow! All right. It is this horrible harpoon creature's turn. At the start of its turn, I need Carlton, the polar bear and shadow to make wisdom saving throws. Okay, I don't think uh, Polar Bear gets any bonuses. I think no. that's just standard 20, d20 for that. So that's an easy one for, for him. Hey, look, I actually passed the wisdom save for once. I know. Yay! Passed it well, I'm assuming, I'm assuming with a 22. That does pass, yes. So Polar Bear fails. How about Shadow? Shadow has advantage on saving throws, thank goodness. Uh, that's going to be a 20 for Shadow. Okay, so uh, both Shadow and Carlton succeed. The polar bear is shaken by this creature and takes 10 psychic damage. Oh, no. Then this creature... So it's got Carlton grappled and one of its harpoon arms. It's going to use the other one and try to harpoon Shadow. All right, he has disadvantage because of my... Unless he has another reason for advantage. He but has another reason for advantage, so it'll be a straight so roll. So straight. Uh, so that's probably going to hit. That's... Yeah. Uh, 25. Yeah, that's definitely going to hit him. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be 17 piercing damage. Okay. And now Shadow is grappled. Reduce it by six with my Got spirit it. shield. Plus and then I need both Shadow and Carlton to make wisdom saving throws. Okay. Oh, this is the one I fuck up. 19 for Shadow. Nice. Seven for Carlton. Okay, Shadow's going to take half this damage. So uh, Shadow's going to take half of 16 psychic. Carlton, you're going to take full on 16 psychic damage. And that ends its turn. Because it can't pull you closer because you're already next to it. Bernie. You watch as both Shadow and Carlton get harpooned and yanked as close as possible to this thing and then, like, shocked with psychic damage. Oh, man. Uh, Bernie's going to use Mass Cure Wounds. Okay. So 36 plus... God. I was, like, doing the math for this, and I was like, well, it's definitely going to be Mass Cure Wounds. Uh, so 3D... I'll get my slide rule. One second. 3D8 plus 12. And then I also get seven if I had any, but I don't. Um, and that is going to go, and I can choose up to six creatures. Oh, right? okay. So what that is going say? to go to, yeah, that's what the spell says, sorry. What my question for you is it is specifically uh, up to six creatures in 30 foot radius. My question for you is does the polar bear count as a creature? I think it does because it's its own, yeah. yeah. That yeah, makes sense so to me. Does everyone get their own, like, uh, is it split between the six? Because if it's split, no, they don't bother No, this is not like... split. This is okay, everybody okay. gets this. This is master oh, well, fine, wounds, then. man. This is great. Then Sunshine graciously accepts. Sunshine yeah. graciously accepts, yeah. This uh, is one of, this is her her crazy spell. Wheelhouse. I like this group. Ah, I get <laughs> flanking <laughs> and healing. 
It's only 23. So 23? It's still 23 to everybody. <laughs> oh, right. that's amongst everybody. That's a lot of yeah, heals. Yeah, same. So Shadow's back up to full health. So is the polar bear. If you got six targets, that's like over like 140 healing or so. Six plus 23. Jonathan might survive the next attack is the whole... <laughs> might. We'll see. <laughs> and as the bonus action that I get, we're just going to wallop on that thing some more with Moby Dick. All right, go for it. You know what I should have? It just should have been the book. It just should have been the book. <laughs> it should have like, really just been the book. A giant tome with like Nel- Neville's tome. name on it. <laughs> I kind of appreciate that it's the actual whale. I think that's a little more unique. It's the whale. The whale is just like, oh, what is it? It's like, it's just like every time, it's more like just a whale falling on you. The whale just goes up and just ground pounds. <laughs> We're gonna, it's force damage, so it's definitely a ground pound. Iron Whale. 16 will hit, I think. I do have advantage, right? Yes, we have advantage because it's not a ranged spell. Something, uh, no, actually. No, the two of them are grappled, so no, but 16 does hit. 16 will hit. and 16 is exactly its AC. That's just going to be, that's that's solid. That's going to be 12 force damage. This is going to be 12 Moby Dick damage. I love saying Moby Dick damage. It's the best. I don't blame you. Okay, that's the end of Bernie's turn. Jonathan... The Carlton that you're holding. Mm-hmm. So when you're held, you can can you actually speak? I seem to remember that like you can maybe get a word out or two. You think you are held in place, so I think you can probably like, but you can't really talk because you can't move your lips. I think you let me get away with a word or two because it was funny and the sake of the story. Yeah, but mechanically, mechanically, no. And I'm I'm not talking. This this is all RP I'm talking about right now. So, uh, the Carlton that you're holding looks at you and manages to um mumble out, "Run," or you think it says "run." Uh, what's the save to try to break free the of the whole person? Uh, wisdom DC seventeen. Okay. It does not, and you watch as Carlton dissolves into a mass of red goo and vanishes. No! That was just a whole person! It wasn't a disintegrate person! That's it. Guys, I killed Carlton! I'm sorry! And you turn around to say, I killed him, and I'm sitting there. I, I killed... Oh, hi. Hi, Carlton's right the here. Fuck? You want to, like, help? He's... I like how all of us are looking one way, and this is happening behind <laughs> us, and none yeah. of us realized it. <laughs> And fight, same thing with him. Like, everybody kind of realizes there's shit going on, but no one's, you know, everybody's no, got something I've, in their face. I definitely have a plan where if more pe- if more people hadn't taken damage, Bernie was in direct line of sight of this. Yeah. And she was going to, like, do a thing. But I was like, no, Yell you guys are dying. <laughs> um, All right. So you okay. watch as this thing disintegrates. Uh, Jonathan, make a perception check. I like how Bernie has a new attack called Scold Carlton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, scold person. She has scold person. Scold person. <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. Oh. oh, man. She's got the charisma for it. Jonathan, you do notice this false Carlton disintegrates into the same reddish liquid that the Eladrin from a few hours ago did. Even though you're a couple feet away, you can kind of see what's left. There's not much left when it when it just kind of disintegrated. Not disintegrated. That's the wrong word. Uh, when it collapsed in on itself into a pile of goo, uh, there's not much of it left. And from where you're standing, you can see this. This looks like the same stuff. There's some there's some fucked up shit going on here. Ah! It, is, 
Carlton's turn. Carlton, you are currently still grappled by this horrible harpoon creature. Yes, but I can still attack it. So, uh, a 14. That misses. Uh, it's a little, you've got this harpoon in your body, and it's a little hard to get around it until you just miss. Okay. Uh, well, I got a second attack. You do? More math. That should hit, no matter what. Uh, yeah. Uh, six and a four. All right, so 25 I'm to hit. That so does hit. proud. This is the most work Bless has this, ever Bless done. Bless is kicking ass today. For those of you listening at home, it is literally the D6. Bless has always been equal to or greater just about at like 99% of the time the D6 he's had to subtract. He's rolled so. really yeah. well on the Bless and really <laughs> poor on that D6. Or really good on the D6, depending on your point We're too views. blessed to be depressed. Do I need to separate types for this creature? Uh, it's no. A different creature than I was. Okay. Uh, that'll be a total of 22 points of damage. All right. Yeah, around this harpoon you managed to slice into this thing, and the same red blood splatters across the grass. All right. That is my turn. All right. Travancore. All right. Hmm. Travancore is not super pleased that this thing is still standing. It knows that the animals, as long as they're standing, you're only going to be able to do so much. So Travancore is going to do a thing. He is going to take... Uh, what is it? The five penalty to his uh, shooting. He's going to use his feet sharpshooter to attack this thing. Okay. And he's going to add blessed to the result because he's blessed. So more all of the math. Well, 25. So 27. Well, 27. <laughs> Always use your blessed. Never leave anything on the table. That's wasting food. Uh- all right. <laughs> and then with the sh- even with the sharpshooter penalty, yes, it does hit. And that's going to be a one die, a plus 15. Because it gets... Goddamn plus 12 with that bow. All right. That's awesome. So I'm hoping se- 17 is going to be enough to uh, to put this thing out, I hope. It's not, but it's looking very hurt. That arrow slams into it. I'm guessing Shadow's grappled, so he can't use his reaction. Or with disav- disadvantage. Nope. Grapple just means your speed zero. Yeah. Oh, fine. And he okay. still has bless. Well, you he know does. what? Shadow is Show going- Sunshine how it's done. Yeah, Shadow's gonna 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 sit this polar bear under the knowledge tree. The shadow tree, if you will. I would be so <laughs> interested to hear what Professor Shadow had to say. You are pretty good, but you are no fire bear. <laughs> and you don't bite this guy. I am in awe of your might, mighty fire bear. And huh, well I'm guessing a fourteen's not gonna hit him though. Sadly no. Did you roll bless? I yeah, did remember not. you're blessed. Crap. Well, seventeen? 17, 17 will hit. <laughs> well, the good thing, you know, I guess Travancore remembers, but Shadow doesn't. Shadow's a fire bear. <laughs> Shadow's like leaving everything on the table. This is a team effort. Because he isn't always blessed by, by Bernie, so he's just getting some used to. Yeah, Bernie expended a third level spell slot to bless his ass, so he better use it. All right, so Shadow has to learn how to eat all the food on the table. Then. It's like all Bernie right. has turned over a new leaf and maybe Shadow isn't on her shit list anymore. Maybe yeah. there's been some well, character we'll development there. He's doing eight damage. Okay. It's uh, better sadly, than no damage. It's better than yes. no damage, but sadly not as much as you'd like because it is not magical. Yeah. Right. This thing continues to look super hurt. All right. Um. Well, Shadow has a turn coming up anyway. So It is uh, his wait. turn. But it's not actually because it's the polar bear's turn. Oh, it's yes, the bear right. brigade. It's, it's bear two bears. Force it's a multi-bear one. situation. <laughs> you it's guys bear force one. Bear force one. Bear oh, force yeah. one. That's pride episode is coming title up. found. <laughs> pride is coming up. No, we can't title it that because people will think it is something completely different. Yeah, than no. it actually is. All right. But pride is coming up in Ottawa, friends, and I like the idea of Shadow and Sunshine marching in the pride parade. <laughs> they <Yeah>. absolutely <laughs> would. They absolutely would carrying a little pride flag between the two little of them. Pride. All right. Yeah. Oh. Very, very bear ally. 
allies, absolutely. So since um, Shadows grappled, uh, Sunshine no longer has advantage, right? That's correct. Uh, well, regular attack. Let's see how this goes. Hey, that's a crack. <laughs> hey! Drink the last bit of my cereal milk. Wait, that... add the bless just in case. Well, he's not blessed, though. <laughs> you didn't bless oh, the Oh, He's not blessed. Yeah. No. But he does get double damage, so go ahead and roll. So I'm going to double dice on uh, 13 damage. Travancore. Yeah. Describe in gory detail the death of this creature. All right. I wish I had pulled up a quote from Ghost Dog Way of the Samurai to use in this, uh, you know, Ghost Dog quotes. Give me a second. While while we're giving him a second, anybody out there that likes to draw, you could make me the happiest person in the world if you gave me a picture of Shadow and Sunshine holding hands and walking in the Pride Parade together. That would make me pretty happy, too. That would make me so happy. Our, 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 it is literally a bear force. They are oh. a force for good <laughs> this in is, the world. So this quote's perfect. Bear Force One. Our bodies, bear force. our bodies are given life from the mist of nothingness, existing where there is nothing. In the meaning of the phrase, form is emptiness. That all things are provided for by nothingness is the meaning of the phrase, emptiness is form. One should not think that these are two separate things. What a philosophical way of killing this well, thing! Well, it's for I what? know. I imagine that's all that he says. Suddenly, this is... suddenly, sunshine speaks, and this thing yeah. dies. So this is the this is the art. That Sir Forrest Whitaker, the face spirit actor, brings when he when he when he assumes the role of a fey beast. He uh, he does this thing. He does his uh, his bite, and he sort of just yanks like the being into the arm, like one of the arms, onto the floor. And then its head slams on the ground violently and it decapitates. And as this thing falls, and there is a moment in where, for the second time in in several hours, another fight is concluded. Uh, and you all take a breath. Those of you who are grappled by this thing are released and manage to pull out these disgusting harpoons. Those of you who were being attacked by other things manage to kind of gather yourself. We'll pause there. And next time, when we get together, we will continue this long, dark tea time for the soul in this <laughs> in this grove. Let me give you some experience because I haven't been able to give experience in the last couple of games and then we'll stop. So for the last couple of games, including uh, the dreams that you had, including the first fight that you guys went through, uh, you get a total of 9,200 uh, experience to split. Don't do final math yet because I'm giving you experience for tonight as well. Okay. Yep. And then plus a total... Uh, for the two things that you killed and some of the other interesting things that you did, including Bear Force One, which I found <laughs> incredibly amusing. Have you, you guys not seen that? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was gonna say, if you haven't seen yeah. Bear Force One, you should see it. You definitely. And then you should see the weird video that Barbara and her friends made to it a very long time ago. But that's ago. a total <laughs> of uh, another 6,200 experience. So oh, boy. All of that. 15-4. Well, yeah. 38-50 each. Yep, that's what I got. And as our heroes take a moment and recover from this horrible encounter in Ekfiorin's Grove, Carlton and now Jonathan both suffering ill effects from this strange creature that seems bent on bringing them death and destruction. We'll see what happens next time as they get back together and the evening continues. Thanks for listening to our adventure. If you've enjoyed our show, visit us at DungeonDrunks.com for links to all of our social media, pictures and bio of our cast, a full list of credits, and more. We'd appreciate it if you left us a review, and we would love it if you come support us on Patreon. Visit Patreon.com slash DungeonDrunks to sign up. Thanks again, and we'll see you next encounter.
We appreciate all of our patrons, and extend a special thanks to our Artifact and Wondrous Tier patrons. Thank you Megan, Lori, aka Calamity Jane, That Indian Dude, Colin Kalen, and Hunted Shadows, LLC.